0: Lounge, live from 92nd in Nashville, formerly 33rd in Emerald, with the same old fantasy football talk. 12 degenerates from Oak Lawn, to be the champion. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? this man? Find out this week on the Fantasy Lounge with your host, Randy Hansen. Bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? What you going to do? And Mike Prada. as a coach, he was a natural. Show me some hustle. Here's this week's edition of the Fantasy
1: Lounge, and we are live in the Fantasy Lounge. As always, Mikey Mack on the mic. To my right, the commission Randy Hansen. Week two coming, gone. People are in panic mode already.
2: Oh, the full, fantasy. full meltdown. I mean, people are wheeling and dealing, making moves. You know, like like we say it's always a race to seven. All right? You got some people got two in the books. They're they're half, halfway there, feeling a little proud of themselves, feeling a little happy. But uh, there's there's a lot of fantasy to be played. A lot of fantasy to be played. You got
1: 11 weeks still. 11 weeks still to play. If you believed in your draft, stay the course. Uh, what was interesting about this past week, um, a lot of old guns, a lot of old heads. Found their way uh, either on the bench or on the injured list. And we got to recognize some of these, uh, these quarterbacks specifically that have had an amazing run in the NFL. And it looks like their time maybe is, is coming to an end a little bit. RIP to the 2004 NFL Draft to these three quarterbacks? or a what? A little bit. So, new sheriffs in town. Uh, again, we're talking Eli, who has been benched. Big Ben, who's out for the year. And Drew Brees, who um, is officially going to be out. 68 weeks, surgery on his thumb. And so all three of these guys, um, maybe with the exception of Eli, but for, you know, for sure Big Ben and Breeze, you were kind of counting on maybe to have a, a big year for your fantasy team. And so it's going to be interesting to monitor, not only just with them specifically, but what that does to the, the, the personnel around them. Yeah, especially
2: with, these, with the two quarterbacks you just listed, it's the guys around them that have, are all top ten players you would think about. You'd think of James Conner, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, a juju, and um, what kind of what what kind of impact does these injuries have on
1: him? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, what's just touch real quickly on Eli because he's the one that's not hurt. He's benched. Um, I know people like to rag on Eli, you know, and I get that. But his his numbers when it go when it's all said and done are, are you know Hall of Fame worthy in my opinion. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame worthy. Because the two, the two yeah, Super Yeah, absolutely, Bulls? absolutely.
2: Uh, I I could see that you know he ends his career uh, well you know you never know you mean injuries like if if you look through two weeks NFL season I would say the most thing that you take away from it is the refs have mm-hmm. been the refing mm-hmm. has been Bad. terrible and uh, the injured QBs is the main thing so mm-hmm. you never know with Daniel Jones that offensive line is not that good mm-hmm. you, you so is Eli still around right now he's got one hundred sixteen wins career one hundred sixteen losses. He's the epitome of average. But, with those two Super Bowl MVPs and wins against probably, arguably, two... Taking maybe, down, arguably, the best football yeah, team ever, 7
1: all 7
2: Yeah. Taking down guess, the... Uh, uh, Patriots. Yeah. The best dynasty in
1: all of sports, maybe. Yeah. The kryptonite. Okay, my thing is just... I'm not going to touch on Eli too much, but 7th all-time in passing yards. Um, There was... Mo- you know, I think he had 7 seasons with over 4,000 yards passing. You know, there was times when things were really good and he was a a, a fantasy option. I know these last two, three years have been terrible. I think Daniel Jones comes in, and I don't think really, out of all these situations, I don't really think anybody takes a hit. Like, I think Evan Ingram's going to be, maybe Evan Ingram slightly, but I also think, like, some of the receivers in New York are going to be just as good. I I don't think Saquon is a hit at all. So, I I mean, from a fantasy perspective, you know, I don't know how, how many guys you owned on the Giants team, but I don't really think there's that big of a hit taken.
2: Um... I, the only person I'm worried about is Saquon. And the the reason being, if uh, Daniel Jones could check down the ball and still get his receptions, but he's going to be going against a lot of loaded fronts. So, especially, you're going to want this rookie to beat you. Mm-hmm. And that's what Buffalo should have done on the opening drive if you watched that game. Saquon and, and Saquon went nuts on him, and then they didn't do anything for the rest of the game. Yeah. So that that's the only thing. If, if you can get Ingram, that's the only two fantasy guys that you're worried about is Ingram and Saquon. So, if you can get those two guys involved, um, especially those are like security blankets as a rookie quarterback, is your running back and tight end. So,
1: I, I, I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see. Okay. Now, let's t- touch on the guy that we are probably going to see still this year, Drew Brees. I mean, what's to say about this guy? I mean, come on. Number one all time in passing yards by a long shot. Super Bowl champ. But, it was concerning to watch that offense under Teddy Bridgewater. Uh kind of just stall. Kamara is probably going to have his worst fantasy game of the year. I think he put up a seven. Michael Thomas still ate a little bit but look, Teddy Bridgewater's no Drew Brees and so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Kamara Michael Thomas. Uh, Jared Cook, is he borderline droppable now? I don't know. Uh, what are your thoughts on Teddy Bridge taking over for Drew Breezy?
2: First off, Peyton came out and hasn't even announced a quarterback, which I understand you're playing, you like you don't so who you don't know you don't want the team to know who you're playing against already maybe get a little competitive advantage but at the same time if if Bridgewater's a quarterback let him play I don't want to see a two QB offense running like it's college out here because Peyton loves him Taysom S- no. some Taysom Hill uh I see Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas was Drew Brees' security blanket. This, Cause we were talking at the beginning of the season, Michael Thomas break the reception record. Yeah, we were. You know what I mean? So I think that takes a hit. I still think he's top five wide receiver. Everyone on Alvin uh, still think he's he's. I don't. I don't know. Honestly, um, I I want to see how this. Pl- I'm going to be really interested to see how this this week turns out. How the snap percentages is Teddy Bridgewater under center a majority of the time. We'll do. I'll take a trick play. From Taysom Hill once in a while, but I do not. If I see the two quarterback system, like I said before, I like get college. I'm gonna lose my mind, Mikey meltdown mode. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Um,
1: it's kind of it's a little sad. Um, it's a little sad to see Breeze go down, but we'll see. Um, now the last one we're gonna talk about, um, Big Ben. He's out for the year, so Mason Rudolph came in, not bad in relief. Uh, you know, 12 for 19 for 112 yards, two tutties, both to Vance McDonald. Look. Um, again, there's no way around it. Juju takes a hit. Connor probably takes a hit. I know he's banged up too. Um, but definitely it's not going to be the, the, the offense we're used to seeing in Pittsburgh. Dad, Pittsburgh team is terrible.
2: Yeah. That's, that's the most concerning part. Their defense is horrible. Um, they, he, uh, the quarterback, he did play with James Washington. They were on the same team in college. Maybe James Washington takes a little step up going forward. But we'll see. You're gonna see a lot of. It's probably great for Pittsburgh to see what they have as their backup. That this guy's going forward and he's a trustworthy, and they can build around him in the future. The only I would th- I thought Big Ben was gonna come out and say he was gonna retire. But he did the opposite. He, yeah, he said I signed his three-year contract, and I'm gonna play out the, the less the next three years. A season out, of Big Ben is kind of kind of sad. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it,
1: kind of depressing. I agree. No, uh, I mean, mild consistency. I mean. Lately, he has been banged up um, in previous seasons, but he's always fun he always to watch. Always fun to watch. All right, now that we got that out of the way, the depressing news, we got, a, we got a new segment here on the lounge. It's called Here to Stay. And if you were to look, especially PPR leagues, if you were to look right now at some of these leaders at each position, I think you'd be shocked at some of these names. I know it's only two weeks, small sample size, but it's very interesting some of these names. And so we're saying Here to Stay, if we think that these individuals are going to be able to be... Um, in the, you know, in the upper echelon of their uh, position category, as this fantasy season continues, and I know you kind of want to touch on someone first that's having a, a pretty good year in Washington to start.
2: Oh, we're talking Terry McLaren. They're calling him Scary Terry. I'm not digging digging the nickname in Washington. I look like McLaren F one, like a fast car, because the dude's zooming right now. He's zooming. Yeah. Um. At Ohio State, he had seventy five career catches. I think he might go over that this year, Just a, let alone his first season in the NFL. His route running is phenomenal. And we were talking about the beginning of the season. We have no idea who's going to catch the ball for the Redskins. Yeah. We, we have no idea. Right now he's averaging five receptions per game. He's got 40.7 fantasy points on the year. He's averaging eight per targets. I love that. Love that volume. He's right now ranked 13th wide receiver. Do you think he stays in the top 20? When it's all said I, you know done. what,
1: this week's a tough start against the Bears, but um, look, if Keenum's <laughs> going to keep you know passing for 300 yards a game, uh, I don't see why not. Again, you mentioned it, it, not only the volume, but it's like, who else is there that's catching passes? I know Paul Richardson's there, but I mean... Jordan Reed's banged up, and Jordan you're Reed's putting in Vernon
2: Davis, you, that offense was supposed to go through guys. Guys gone... He got eight Ps back. He
1: actually looked semi-decent. Look, I mean, to put in perspective, Paul Richardson's their number two and he's only got ten targets. I know that Trey Quinn uh, had a decent week one, didn't do much week two. But, look, I think, obviously, what is he right now? You said top right now? Right now he's 13th ranked overall. I, I think it's very reasonable to see him stay in the top 20. Again, again, it all depends on Keenum and again you would like to have receivers who you're a thousand percent confident in. Um I don't think Keenum's one of those guys, but I think he does enough. I mean to Keenum's credit, last year in Denver he made Sanders relevant. Uh, the year
2: before with and with the Vikings, yeah, Emmanuel so Sanders.
1: Keenum's shown that he you know, he's able to, to pass the ball at somewhat an efficient rate. So I, I'm I'm been all in on uh Scary Terry for since we won.
2: Especially since the Redskins D is so bad, so you know they're going to be passing the ball. Right now, Case King is the fifth ranked quarterback in, in all football. I don't see that staying. I don't see that. But I do like, he's right now, he's got a 69.1 completion rating. So he, when he's getting the ball out there, it's, it's at a pretty consistent basis. He's already got five TDs on the year as well. So uh, if he's the number one, I say he's
1: for sure a top 20. I agree. We're going to stay in the, the same receiver category. Number two. PPR right now, John Ross. And it's very fitting he's number two because Andy Dalton right now is number two right now in passing yards in the NFL, only behind Patrick Mahomes, which probably you wouldn't think of. But as if you've been listening to the Lounge, we were highlighting before the season started, we thought Cincinnati's offense was going to be a, better than it was last year. We were high on Dalton. But John Ross is number two. I don't think anybody saw that coming.
2: No. you know He's finally playing up to that potential of a top-ten draft pick. So you knew that he had the talent. Could he put it all together? Um, I I don't see him being, at all said and done, a top ten. But I still, I could see him still floating around with top twenty. The only good thing for his and for fancy owners of his is when A J Green reports come out that he's not even close coming back. So you know he's still gonna m- maintain a huge role. So that's yeah. something positive to think at yeah. if you're. It's kind of.
1: Kind of concerning. A.J. Green, uh, September 17th, says, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know where they got that 68-week timetable uh, when he injured his ankle because that was just not even close. Um, so uh, he's going to be out at least four more weeks probably from what it sounds like. Look, Ross plays Buffalo this week. I hate that matchup. But then he goes Pittsburgh, Arizona, back-to-back. Look, he's number two right now. I don't think he stays in the top ten. But if you're telling me John Ross is a top-20 receiver by the end of the year, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm ready to pump the brakes a little bit on Ross. Top 25? Look, his touchdown last week in San Francisco was complete garbage time. So if he doesn't get that touchdown, he's probably looking at top 10 right now, not number two. I think he he winds up outside the top 20.
2: Okay. Um,
1: That defense is still terrible as well. Terrible, terrible. I mean, that was a joke what what went on against San Francisco. Matt Burrito, like, seven rushes for 300 yards, it seemed like. He played, like, 12 snaps and ran for over 1,000 or ran for over 100. (laughs) It, It was crazy. Um, what's interesting about John Ross, he's number two. I got a guy right now that's number one ranked right now, PPR running back, Austin Eckler. Now, people knew with Melvin Gordon being out that Eckler was going to have an increased role, but I didn't see this much of an of an increase in his role here. And you just see, like,
2: the dollar signs for Melvin Gordon keep going down yeah. and down. Um, Austin Eckler's killing, and they're running that offense through Austin Eckler, Um Besides Keenan Allen, really, Mike, Mike Williams is banged up. Hunter Henry's gone. You know, he's got a lot of, what, what we always say, if you got a lot of opportunity, it's always good for fantasy. Yeah. So yeah. you got to love that. you, you got to love to be an Austin Eckler owner right now, especially if you've got him super late in drafts. Um, there's always that guy that can win you a league, and maybe Austin Eckler could be that going forward. So for the for, for foreseeable future, till, Melvin Gordon has to report till week 10 in order to play out the season, so it counts as a season, that I, w- I would say that is a huge... I would say he's going st- to stay in top 10 running back.
1: Top 10 for sure. Look, uh, 75% of the snaps week one, 73% of the snaps in week two. So uh, workhorse uh, by that definition. I do think Justin Jackson over time is going to get some more reps at that. He's running the ball really well. But look, Eckler was a top 25 PPR running back last year. Yeah, with Melvin Gordon. With Melvin Gordon. And so, look... Uh, I'm all in on Eckler. He's top 10. I do think, though, some of his um, snaps get siphoned a little bit. I think it's going to be more like a 65-35 to 35 with him and Jackson. But still, I don't think that's going to affect his fantasy because Phillip Rivers is one of the best uh, quarterbacks to checking down or hit the receivers uh, out of the backfield. So Austin Eckler is must-own, must-play.
2: And another time. good point is, too, when you think about like the top, let's say the top five running backs and stuff like that, the top 10, I think Austin Eckler is gonna is a lock for the season at the top ten, if he stays healthy. But think about it, at least three of them all they're they're having quarterback issues. Yeah. Connor Kamara. Connor Kamara Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Can't, might not play this week, so that's that's potential. As long as your quarterback stays healthy and you stay healthy, there's a lot of value and a lot of opportunity to score a lot of points.
1: Absolutely. Now speaking of opportunity, one individual. That we thought was going to have plenty of opportunity, but it's kind of struggling right now at the quarterback position. It's Baker Mayfield. A lot of off-season chatter about how good this Browns team was going to be. They are 1-1, one and one, but let's face it, the the Jets team that ran out there uh, Monday night was a college team.
2: Uh, that was abysmal. Uh, who's the quarterback? Did, uh, oh, Trevor Simeon. Some Falk? No, Trevor Simeon. Yeah, but he they, got hurt right away. Yeah, that's, that's the quintessential of the Jets uh, yeah. season so far was Trevor Simeon's ankle. But going forward right now, Baker Mayfield's ranked right, 24th quarterback. His only c- completion rate is 60%. He's got 610 yards, and probably 100 of it was with that throw to Odell. Odell yeah. uh, two TDs, four interceptions. You hate to see the, the amount of interceptions he's been throwing. Here's the problem with Baker Mayfield. I do think he turns it around. Their offensive line is terrible. They have a extremely tough schedule going forward. Against a lot of good defenses, so this is gonna it's it's make or break time for Baker. So you got week week three this week they got the Rams week four at Baltimore week five at San Francisco week six Seattle which they could be throwing them on yep. but at Seattle week seven a bye and then eight at New England nine at Denver that's rough city yeah for a quarterback so you're gonna you're gonna really see what what this team. Not only what this team is made of but what baker's made of for I got a question for you. Do you think this slow start for Baker is a baker problem or Freddie Kitchens?
1: uh that's a great question i I think it's both i think I think Baker mayfield did a lot of a lot of commercials over, over oh, oh you know over uh summer Might have yeah, distracted they got him a dug, bit. that whole team got a ton of media time uh, a lot of distraction i I do think Freddie Kitchens is in it a little over his head, but when Kitchens was there last year when he took over the play calling duties. Baker was really good. My thing is like everybody talked about how accurate Baker Mayfield was going to be coming out of college, and I'm not seeing it. And I'm also not seeing the production from Jarvis Landry, who's supposed to be a big piece for them. Najoku now goes down. All of a sudden, like all these pieces that they were talking about are not really pieces that are 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 contributing. And so they got rid of Duke Johnson, ran him out of town. I know Nick Chubb's there, but. All of a sudden, that offense, like you said, doesn't look good, and that offensive line is terrible. Yeah, so So if you're telling me Baker Mayfield's going to be outside the top fifteen all year, I I think I agree. I think there's a lot of quarterbacks right now that are doing a lot of damage that probably you didn't expect. So I I could very easily see Baker outside the top, uh, top or outside the top fifteen.
2: I think this Sunday night game at home versus the Rams is going to be a huge quintessential game for their season. You yeah. know because this I I believe this is the kind of team that they step up with uh, with the better teams they play and they especially they're gonna be in the spotlight and prime time. I'm really interested to see how this pans out.
1: I agree. We're gonna stay in the division right now. <laughs> Again, I I, you would never have guessed this. People were high on them, but the tight end out of Baltimore, Mark Andrews, number one PPR tight end. I know it's only two weeks, but. Top 25 in targets, already has a knack for the red zone. Mark Andrews, here to stay? Uh,
2: Yeah, I'd say, especially at the tight end position. Tight end positions, as always, I feel like every year, extremely weak. Um, He's a safety blanket for them, And, and Lamar Jackson. So, Lamar Jackson's playing out of his mind. You know, he's not a running back. So... I think Mark Andrews is gonna be when it's all said and done, he's gonna be in that like kittle position where yeah. it was where Kittle was last year. Like he's gonna be wind up with like the third overall tie down.
1: Yeah, I mean I think definitely top five. Look, they, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna get too high on the Ravens, even though I like them a lot this year. Um, but look, let's face it. They play Miami and Cincinnati. Not exactly the Murders row of um of NFL teams. So I know they play Kansas City this week, that's gonna be a good game. But, yeah, Mark Andrews here to stay, man. This dude's a bona fide stud. Um, you feel good plugging him in. And you kind of have an advantage going into most games when you're starting Mark Andrews against other teams' tight end. Besides maybe Kelsey. Maybe Kelsey. I mean, you, you probably take him right now over Ertz. Is that yeah. crazy talk right now? Evan Ingram is number two right now in fantasy. I think Ertz starts bouncing back, especially with a lot of their wide receivers yeah. got hurt this week. True. um, But... I I think he's here to stay, like I said. Yep, here to stay. Um to stay. Here to stay. A guy that has been in the league for a little bit and had a crazy end of the year 2018 and is continuing that momentum, 2019, Derrick Henry.
2: Derrick Henry.
1: Top five PPR back right now, which is crazy to say um, because he doesn't catch the ball in the backfield. He's but,
2: not a PPR back. he three catches on the year.
1: One went to the house, though, right? Yeah, let's go. One went to the house. That's all you need. But Derrick Henry, top five. Is he here to stay?
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I'm on record saying before I I must admit I was wrong. Is you if you ever follow us on um, the sold out of TD's, uh, Twitter handle I sold out of TD's FFL. Check us out. Um, I'm on I ripped Derrick Henry all the time, but Derrick Henry is legit. He's right now ranked fourth ranked running back since week fourteen last season, and since he took over that lead role in the backfield, he's been a top three running back in the league. Yeah. It's kind of He's got a touchdown like, each each one of the first two games. He dropped to twenty eight point nine in week one at seventeen point three in week two. The dude is balling out. That offense is it doesn't that defense is legit, and that offense goes through Derrick Henry. So that's like that's a, the quintessential um, Vrabel team right there. You know, just hard nose, We're gonna beat you up and we're gonna make you beat us. We're not gonna make any mistakes. Um,
1: it's kind of crazy. The offense looks better without
2: Metlaflor. Matt, Matt
1: Matt so I don't know what that means, but yeah, it's, I mean he looks great running the ball too. Um, yeah, Derrick Henry here. I again, that's a guy you probably people got in the fifth round, maybe sixth round. They weren't a hundred percent sure what you're gonna get. A lot of value in Derrick Henry um, this year so far. Yeah, Dean Lewis like welcome to Dunsville. Yeah, Dean Lewis has been. He's just stayed in uh, New England,
2: and he he was kind of pissed at Belichick when he left too. He was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like tearing things off the walls as he leaves and stuff. That's never a good look. But, uh, yeah, Derrick Henry is legit. And I would say at the end of the year, he's still going to be a top five back.
1: Okay. Now, one more guy I want to talk about. Because he's number six right now as a PPR receiver. That man is DJ Shark. Jacksonville receiver. Look, he's playing 82% of snaps. Minshew, small sample size, but is completing on a high rate here, boys. He looks great, actually. He, he, he's passing the eye test. He's making reads. Uh, his arm looks good. How about that drive he let him on uh, to, to tie that game, or should have tied the game, then go for two, don't get it against Houston. Hand it for, for net after you got the hot hand. Yeah. I don't even understand that. So I, I, think that guy's, I think that guy's the future in uh, Jacksonville. Um, Shark's playing him, D. Westbrook, and, and Connolly, They're running a lot of three-receiver sets. They're all playing. But DJ Shark right now, number six uh, PPR, is he here to stay. I would say no, but I I like what he's showing. I'd say
2: top 30, because I don't know who's taking over the role. Is that wide receiver one? It
1: looks like it's DJ Shark. Uh, I thought it was going to be D.D. Westbrook for a while, but I think it's going to be. Conley's been good, too. Yeah, I know. I agree. Six is kind of ridiculous. I will say this. That offense doesn't look bad. It looks a lot better than it ever did again with Bortles. So I think there's. There's volume to go around there. I think Shark is going to end up being someone's wide receiver, too, and you're kind of feeling pretty good about that. I think he winds up in that 18 to 25 range, which, again, someone that, that you would never have penciled in for that type of production is giving you that. And, uh, look, DJ Shark, I think, is here to stay in, in terms of a wide receiver, two type of talent. Okay, then would you rather have him or, or John Ross? DJ
2: Shark. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think he's gonna be more, way more consistent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. We'll we'll put a we'll put a poll question up on the yeah. Twitter page. Yeah. Who would you rather we'll have? A, yeah.
1: Instagram and see what the people say. That's not a bad idea. Um. Okay. That's here to stay. Again, we touched on a lot of guys that. Again, you would not have penciled in for huge production at the start of the season. Like, it, it, this is not panic mode,
2: though. I want, I want to reiterate that because it's only week two. I'm. I view so far this in games of September is almost like the second preseason cuz a lot of guys aren't playing in the preseason. They're holding these guys out and you're going to really see what these teams are I think when October hits. And you'll get a real feel of who's who's legit, here's who's here to stay mm-hmm. and and going forward. No, I agree. I agree the I mean
1: some of these games have been pretty bad to watch. Um you know, the Thursday night game is just terrible. abysmal. It's gonna be abysmal again. Yeah, a lot of abysmal, yeah. a lot of abysmal being tossed around there. Um, now we're gonna to transition to everybody's favorite segment because boy oh boy does it get results. I'm not gonna to toot my own horn here, but hey, the deep sea divers that your boy Mikey Mac picked last week panned out. So grab your scuba gear, get your snorkel, get your flippers. We're going down deep. We're doing some diving. Individuals that again are, are owned in less than forty percent of Yahoo leagues. Randy, guys, you got a little deep sea diver for us to start. All right, I got one for you. Wide receiver
2: out of San Fran. Watch your chain because he's going to snatch it. Debo Samuel's. Debo Samuel's right now thirty percent owned. All right, he's averaging five targets a game, and this is the main thing that's uh, very important to me. He has an eighty percent completion reception rate. Catching his targets. You know, the guys, when he's getting the ball, he's making things happen. Yeah, We don't know who, it was unknown who's the wide receiver one going to be in that offense. And Jimmy G looks pretty, looks surfaceable. Uh, right now, Jimmy G's only throwing 26 times a game. Averaging about 231 yards. They're home at Pitt. And then. Pitt's terrible. Their passing is terrible. And then they're against Cleveland. I think those are two home two home I'm games worried. in a row. So you're going to see a lot about D, D, uh, Debo
1: Samuels. Yeah, you, um, I guess what's nice to see about Debo is that people thought Dante Pettis was going to be that kind of de facto one, and he was a non, a complete non-factor, played less than 10% of the snaps.
2: And and he played a majority of that fourth preseason game. That showed a lot that he's not understanding the offense. You don't play your guy the entire game. True, that's a great point. Great read by
1: you. Great read, great read. Uh I agree. We're going to stay in the receiver position. Now, here, here it is, guys. Now, Randy's going to give you guys that are owned in 30%, 35% of leagues. And oh, you know, it's not, it's not, it's, you're not going on a limb here, Randy. Okay, here, okay. Here's a guy that's owned in 0% of leagues. Zero. zero. And I'm giving him to you. I'm talking, you know those fish that, you know in Finding Nemo, when they go deep down there and that fish is like glow in the dark? Oh, you're talking complete blackness just down bla- there. Da- yeah, just, Past the Titanic, can't, just see, all the way down. You can't see anything. Okay. I'm talking Benny Fowler. 0% own New York Giants running back. Uh, there's a caveat to this. I would recommend charting Sterling Shepard. Uh just seeing his health. But even with Sterling Shepard there, I like Benny Fowler. Look, he's 10 for 91 on the young season. Not not eye-opening numbers. But he has worked a lot with Daniel Jones as a second teamer. That offense. Has actually moved the ball in terms of passing yards. Eli, you know, right around a little tick under 600 yards passing. Benny Fowler could be a guy that, if in deep leagues, if you're in 16-guy 16, 16 leagues, if you're someone that, you know, is is is, is hurting and might want to just spot start a random guy, Benny Fowler could be the guy. And I will say this. Week one when Sterling Shepard played, Benny Fowler still played 72% of the snaps. So it wasn't like that because Sterling Shepherd* was out last week, Benny Fowler got way more work. That wasn't the case. So I'm, I'm interested a little bit in Benny Fowler's zero, zero percentile. So you're telling me in Yahoo Leagues,
2: zero percent. So Benny Fowler's uncle or something doesn't even have him on his team? That's how but, deep you're going? That, that's, how deep, that's how deep I went here, guys. Isn't that, I mean, that,
1: you could only get that in the lounge. So only one guy in America believes in him and it's sitting yeah. right here. And, and they play on the mic. And they play against a Tampa team who again, I'm not very uh concerned about their pass defense. I, I think there's an opportunity for Daniel Jones to actually have a pretty good game and someone's got to be the beneficiary of that. All right. Okay. I, dude, I'm I'm drenched. I'm up to my up to my eyeballs and just don't come up too soon, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's good that's could mess up my eyes, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last guy I got like the the quintessential Mister Guy of Time, just <laughs> ageless wonder, ageless wonder. Guy never wears a cup. Frank Gore still hanging and banging, hanging and banging, dude. Thirty three percent owned. No love for T.J. Yeldon. He's a hurt Singletary. He's banged up. We don't day know. to day. He He's might day, play. He's with a hammy, which can go out anytime. Last week he had nineteen rushes on TD. You got someone's gonna run the rock in Buffalo. So he's he's someone to stash on your bench. Maybe going forward is if when during the buys is a is a low end running back two, and you're just hoping for like 10 to 11 points. But at least the running back position is so distraught right now and so beat up that it's someone Frank Gore's place. So it's someone Pencil, to just man. put put on your bench and maybe he's a plug and chug going forward. Absolutely. And
1: the fact that you know a number 1 running back is still um was still you know, able to pick up on waivers is, is you, you can't. You can't find that. You can't find. It. It doesn't grow on trees, Mike. It and, and doesn't grow you, on trees. And you gotta love. You gotta love the two zero star from the Buffalo Bills here, boys. Yeah. No one circles wagons like them. No one does. I'm gonna I, do you I. I. You know what? I just got back from
2: Buffalo, and I'm telling you what. I've never seen a, a fan base in a crowd more pumped up for that home opener. Maybe oh, have, they're going to be going nuts against Cincy too. That's a winnable game. I. I saw on Friday out on this main street in Buffalo where they party. It's. It's called Hurdle. I was out there, I had some wings, it was delicious, getting ready, We're drinking, getting ready for the game. People already on party buses, getting ready for that game come Sunday against the Giants, and people going through tables. Love it. It was, it was Friday, they're in Bill's gear, Mike, <laughs> they're in Bill's gear. Dude, probably the best fan base in the NFL. It's like, no, none of us are out in, in, in Bears gear on, on no, Friday, No. burning down the city. No, no, Oh, people are puking and rallying. it was, was
1: lunatics. like, see? Yeah, it was a circus, oh, and they weren't, they weren't even home. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Um, now, I got one guy, but I'm going to wait to hold off on him because, eh. You know what? I'm going to talk about a guy that is owned in 2% of leagues. And you're gonna when you hear his name and you hear what team he plays for, you're going to be like, Mike, what are you talking about here? But I'm talking about Preston Williams, wide receiver out of Miami, only owned 2% of leagues. Look, back-to-back double-digit games of fantasy. Saw a snap count double from week one to two. Against Dallas this week, it's early, but they're 21st against the pass. Look, so, uh, there's, there's fantasy potential in every situation. And, look, someone's got to catch the ball in Miami. Um, why not be Preston Williams? 2% of leagues. Wilson? Or Preston Williams, I think. Or Preston Williams. Preston Williams? Preston Wilson. Preston Williams, I believe. I'll double check. But I'll
0: check him. Double Jesus. check.
1: That, that, I mean, that, that's how little he's known here. I can't even get his name right. But, look, I will say this about Miami – there's got to be people that are going to be catching the ball. And so why not take a shot on a guy to stash him if he could potentially be a number one there? You know they're going to be down big every game. Yeah, and Preston so Williams. Williams. You got it, right? Yeah, I I'm I'm got it, right?
2: Why are you, you saying guess to
1: me? You know, I, got, I was all like lacking confidence.
2: Right. Um, you know Dolphins right now are getting 21 points, 21 and a half. So. Interesting.
1: So that's our deep-sea divers. I mean, you should be feeling... Extra what after that one? Extra, get get the, get the people going? Get the people going a little bit. We're going to transition to our next segment. we got a very special caller on the lounge line, courtesy of El Gallo. Is it 3 a.m.? Are you hungry? Grab a burrito. El Gallo. Dave Steuben joins us on the Fantasy Lounge line, doing a little daily, Dave. Dave, how you doing?
0: Doing good. Hey, how many times has uh, Randy brought up Buffalo? Uh, uh, not show, that so. many,
2: actually. Just once, just once.
0: Oh, just the one time? Okay. I right. just wanted to make sure.
1: Yeah, so daily, I mean, you were riding hot last week, Dave. You want some money in your dailies. G- give some give yeah, some insight. Yeah,
0: no, we, we're, we're in the money, so hopefully you put a little bit more money on the line than I did, but uh, it was a winning lineup, so hopefully we can kind of go into week two and get you another winning lineup here.
1: Now, you're a FanDuel user, right, Dave, if that's correct?
0: We're going off a fan duel. Copy that. Um, so, yeah, uh, Mike, we going to get started out with the guy you probably should have picked up this week instead of trading uh, David Johnson for Aaron Rodgers. But that's another story. Oh, wow. Uh, Kobe Brissett at, <laughs> at quarterback against Atlanta. Uh, they're the 31st ranked defense against the pass. Uh, and, uh, and he's looked pretty good in the last two weeks with him. Uh, then you got Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Going against Miami. You guys were just talking about how terrible Miami is. Uh, They're 31st against the run. Uh, He's $8,800. He's um, uh, 15 points last week, so uh, look out for him to score a lot of points. Uh, They got Saquon Barkley against Tampa Bay. They're 24th against the run. He's $9,200. So spent a lot of money on running backs this week. Uh, You got some value plays at wide receiver. Larry Fitzgerald against Carolina, $5,900. Your boy Cole, uh, Cole Beasley. Uh, playing against Cincinnati, uh, fifty-one hundred dollars. So that's a nice. Uh, maybe get you ten, twelve points uh, against Cincinnati. Uh, then you got Nelson Aguilar, who's a, a great like value play. Forty-eight hundred dollars against Detroit. Um, he should be the number one this week with with both those top two receivers out in uh, in Philadelphia. Then going back to T.J. Hawkinson one more time. Hopefully he can do better than he did last week. He's only fifty-five hundred dollars playing against uh, Philly. And then Christian McCaffrey in the, in the flex, uh, playing against Arizona. He's $8,900, 28th against the run Arizona. So uh, stacking up on running backs this week hopefully it works out. And then Dallas uh, is the defense against Miami, obviously. Uh, 31st uh, ranked for offenses. So hopefully that can get, uh, win you some money and uh, keep the streak going for me.
1: Absolutely, Dave. Hey, you're hot right now. Stay hot, kid. Anything you want to add before we, we get you off the line
0: here? Uh not much. What are you, uh, you know,
1: some trades went down. Did you guys talk about those? We're doing we, we wheel and deal. We didn't really talk specifically about them, but, uh, yeah, we, we talked about uh, a lot of individuals that um, are having some big years so far that you didn't expect. So, uh, you, you know, when you uh, catch the show, you're going to be, I think you're going to be uh, enjoying what you're hearing. All right,
0: well, sounds good. Uh, keep it up, and I'll see you next week.
1: All right, Dave Steuben on the lounge line. Appreciate your time, Dave. Later. Take care, my man. Oh, stacking running backs on the I on the daily, big name running backs.
2: Are you at all concerned if Cam doesn't play with uh, Christian McCaffrey? Uh,
1: I don't know. It couldn't be any worse than it was week two. That was yeah, brutal. True. All right, now we're we're getting your money through dailies, so and now we're about to take you to the mortgage payment. If you listened last week, Randy, even though he missed on his big one, that. that the I, I could, the other two. I but the, Bears, the two. Bears didn't cover. That was your big boy. Yeah. The mortgage payment. How confident are you feeling? We got some bets here for you that you could place that's going to win you some money.
2: <clears throat> All right. Let's start off. Um, we'll just do uh, the cell phone bill. Okay. Cell phone bill. Right now, Rams, Sunday night versus Browns at Browns. Right now, Browns are getting plus three. I, I don't know how I feel about that game.
1: I mean, I think the Rams blow the doors off them.
2: Exactly. That's exactly how I feel about that game. Okay. A terrible offensive line. You got Aaron Donald and a great front four. I think they put the pressure on the on the Browns, and they wind up winning that game by six. Over under right now is at forty nine. I wouldn't touch the over under. I don't, I don't know how that game's gonna shake out. I think it's gonna be low, more low scoring than you think.
1: But I think the Rams are going and dominate. I think so too. I think Goff finally hits a stride a little bit. I know people have been ragging on him, um, but I think I like Goff this week too. Next game.
2: Let's, let's do uh, let's do some uh, utility bills. Okay. Some utility bills. Ravens versus KC. KC's right now minus 6.5. I like the Ravens. I like the Ravens to keep it close. But the main thing I'm about to a lot on is over-under is 52.5, and I think it goes way over. I think it's a shootout.
1: The only thing I could see is maybe they played last year and it wasn't exactly a shootout. It depends. The way Baltimore playing right now is going to be a shootout. But if Harbaugh decides, you know what, he really wants to start sticking to the ground game and and having some of these long possessions, maybe it's not a shootout. But I, I do think right now the way that Baltimore is playing is looking like a shootout.
2: Alright, and then last but not least, I got Bears again versus Redskins. Redskins are plus four. I'm not touching, Bears are 0-2 against spread. I'm not Don't touching th- the spread. Don't want nothing with the spread. Mortgage payment over under forty one and a half points. Hammer the under. Oh, I'm talking okay. hammer it. Uh, Bears offense is struggling. Yes, that's Redskins offense is
1: it's not been bad. Not, not been bad, but
2: they're playing against a great defense. defense.
1: That defense. Is I just...
2: think it's a low scoring game. I think the final score is gonna be like twenty one thirteen. Bears, yeah. which they would cover. I just don't want to touch the spread. I, can... I just want to hammer the under and watch myself make some money.
1: I could see it being like seventeen seven even. Something like that. Well, I can see I can see it low-scaring. I, I, li- I like these three picks here. It's a
2: Monday night. You know I mean? You've got to see how the, the weekend's been playing out for yourself uh, with the Sunday afternoon games and Sunday night game, and then you could see really how much you want to bet. It's a make-or-break game for you. I agree. The, one thing I do want to bring, bring up before we end this segment is we talked about last week, Pats versus Dolphins, and I've never seen a spread that big. And then what does the NFL do? They throw in two spreads that are ginormous. I can't remember this. Again,
1: yeah.
2: In my lifetime, Jets first, pa- first Patriots at Patriots right now is minus twenty two and a half. These are college scores.
1: But college scores. Take the Patriots, right? You got
2: it. Yeah. yeah. And I think they just stick it to them. They're they're on. They're on a different level right J- now, man. They're, they're just, just on a mean streak since since last year. They haven't stopped. And then you got Dolphins at Cowboys minus twenty one and a half, and I think the Cowboys. I
1: might take the Cowboys in that game. Okay, yeah, I'm not hating both those picks. I mean, I think I think you take take the uh, take the favorites in that to cover. When do, when does uh, Fitzpatrick get benched for Rosen? Dude, that's what the, I mean. That, they don't even just start, to see what like. you that's, got. That, they know what they have. That's why they haven't played them. Because oh, why don't you play them? I mean, this is ridiculous. Whew. All right, now again, please listen to this man. He is a gambling junkie he loves it he makes a lot of money you just got paid out today huh
2: i did get paid out today but the main thing is i'm always looking for the live bets that's another tip tidbit i want to tell the, lo- the lounge and the listeners always look for live bets and go against the lounge mm-hmm. i mean go against the uh,
1: the flow all right well that's another great lounge i mean we're pound- we're pounded. we're pounding the episodes out here we're running them out there um, again you know always check us out on twitter sold out of tds ffl FFL, uh, that's our Twitter handle. Check us out on Instagram. Also, check us out on WMLD Radio. That's on the TuneIn app. Or you could download their own personal app. We will be airing again Friday, 1 15. You could check us out on there as well. As always, Instagram, Instagram Facebook, Facebook, Snapchat, Facebook. Did we say that twice? I, I think just we, say it. Yeah, we got our We're pounding Facebook out. But as always, I'm like, Mack. That's the commission. And remember, it's never too late to come relax at the lounge. Take care, y'all.
0: Good night, fellas.